Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a great day so far. I hope you, you were able to enjoy your weekend and get rested up and recharge for this week. Um, I wanted to briefly share with you something that I experienced a few days ago um, in the hopes of encouraging you um, and just giving you what God gave me, um, because I do believe that when he gives a word, you know, yes, there are times when that word is just for you and it's because of whatever he's doing in your life at the time. But I also believe there are times that he does things so that we can share with other people so that we can witness. Um, and the word talks about um, witnessing about the goodness of God. And so I wanted to share with you a situation that I experienced here recently. I posted on my Facebook about it um, in which I had to confront um a person in regards to a situation that bothered me. And that is extremely hard for me, as I stated in my post on Facebook, because I just really hate conflict. I just have never been good at um, addressing things that may lead to a conflict. Um, and you know, not all conflict is necessarily bad. It's just, it could be a disagreement. You know, it could be a misunderstanding, a lack of communication. It could be really different things that cause a conflict, but you can still come out of that thing. Even if you agree to disagree, you come out cordial. You know, there's no love loss. It's just, you know, something happened and we were able to discuss it. But that's difficult for me. It's uncomfortable um, because I'm naturally introverted. And if I don't really know you, it's even more difficult. You know, it's a little bit easier, like with family, with people that I'm used to, but just random people that I don't really know that I've come across, um, that maybe are in a circle that I'm a part of like sports or something like that. It's going to be very difficult for me. Um, but I had a situation that I had to address. Um, I went to God first when I initially, was dealing with this situation, I was totally in my feelings. You know, I'll be transparent. I was emotional and I was upset. You know, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm, I want to be transparent because I also feel like we we sometimes hold ourselves sometimes at too high of a standard. You know, we even God knows that we become weak at times because the word says where we are weak, he is strong. So he knows that we're going to get weak in our flesh at times. I mean, we're still down here. You know, my uncle preached, I think it was this past summer. It was Father's Day because we went to church with our dad. And he was talking about during that message, um, he was sharing about how, you know, this is why husbands and wives argue. This is why friends, you know, best friends may come apart for a while. You have a disagreement and you come back. Because we're in a flesh and blood body that we have emotions and we get we get upset sometimes. So I had to really calm myself down um, and really, really think, how am I going to handle this? Because I knew it was something I had to address. It wasn't just the fact of me being upset and just kind of ignoring it and moving on. Because I've done that many, many times when it comes to just me. Um, but we, I hope you know that there are times when we may have to address things in order to set um, the tone to set boundaries, to provide people with the expectation that you have, and just to kind of let people know. Sometimes you just have to let people know what it is, if you understand where I'm going. Sometimes you got to let someone know, hey, I don't operate like that. That's not really how I do things, but this is what I do. So that way in the future, you know, and so now there's no um, confusion. You know exactly where I stand on this topic. So I had to do that. And so I prayed. I asked God to give me wisdom and how to speak, how what to say, what not to say. And he did just that. 
I was able to get out what I needed to get out with grace um, in a kind way. I pulled the person to the side. I even told this person, I don't want to say these things in front of everybody. It's not for everybody to hear. It's between me and you. And so we need to come out of this area and go into another area. Um, and, you know, it seemed to me like the person was understanding. The person heard loud and clear what I was saying. So they know my stance. You know, then a couple of days later, I find out that this person is going and telling other people, oh, you know, she came and said this. And I'm not really worried about that. Um, I'm just glad that I handled it in a way that I believe is pleasing to God. Um, I did not compromise my faith. I did not change who I am to fit this person's mold. I was able to say what I needed to say with grace, seasoned with salt, as the word says, to know how to answer everyone. That's what I went to was the Bible. And so here this morning, well, a couple days after that, God gave me a word where in which Jesus is in chapter four, I believe, in, in the book of John. It's four and five, I believe. Um, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. No, that's true. It's four and five. Um, because I'm thinking about two different two different stories, but it's in the same chapter, um, same book. So he's healing people during this time, and he healed a nobleman's son, and you know, he tells him, Hey, when he when the when the nobleman approaches Jesus and he says, I need you to come with me, my son's gonna die. And Jesus almost in frustration says, This generation can't believe anything unless they see a miracle sign or wonder. And he's basically letting this nobleman know if you'll just believe my words, your son is gonna live. So he tells him just like that, go on, your son lives. And that's it. Jesus says that and that's it. Now, this man could have chosen to get offended. Oh, my God, I can't believe Jesus ain't going to come with me. I asked him. I told him my son is going to die. Or believe him at his word and know that your son is healed. And that's what he did. And his son was healed. And when he asked the people of the household when he got back, because he had to travel away to get to Jesus. When he finally gets back home, he asked, what time was he healed? And I think it says about the seventh hour. And he knew then, oh, wow, he healed him as soon as he said it. So then you move right on along to the man at the pool of Bethesda. Bethesda. I don't know if you've heard that story, but he was basically at this healing water pool. Um, basically, it says that an angel will go and stir up the water. People will get in. They needed healing. Some will be healed. Some wouldn't. This man had been laying there because he was a lame man, and so he couldn't walk, and he couldn't put himself in the water. He had laid there for 38 years. Jesus goes specifically to him. Now, I find it interesting that all these people are at this pool, and nobody recognized that the one that could heal them was right there. But anyway, <laughs> interesting fact about that um, chapter. He asked him very simply, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be healed? It's, very, uh, it's varying interpretations, but... Point blank, he's asking him, do you want to be healed or not? Like, do you want to be better or not? He says, yes, but I don't have anybody put me in the pool. He says, get up, take your mat and go. Get up, rise up, take your bed and walk. It's said in many different ways, but he basically told him, get up, pick up that mat you've been laying on for 38 years and go. So the word that God gave me in that was believe and go. Um, and so, you know, I had to deal with that, with that tough situation with ha having to confront someone, but God even gave me, and now this is a couple days later now, you all. So this is a new word that he's given me when he said, believe and go, pick, get up and go, believe in me and go. Um, but he was also reassuring me that what I had did a few years prior, I mean, a few days prior was still in line with him and what he wants, because then the Jews come after he's done this healing. They come and they, they don't ask the man that's been healed, who healed you. They say, who told you to get up on the Sabbath? 
So they had a problem with the fact that Jesus healed this man on the Sabbath because it was considered in their mind to be unlawful because nobody works on the Sabbath. So healing somebody is considered work. It didn't phase them that this man had been healed. They knew he, I'm pretty sure they saw this man because he was always there. He had been there 38 years. I'm pretty sure these Jewish men had seen this guy, right? All they were concerned with was, oh, you did something that we don't like. And guess what? Jesus could have decided to ignore their question because they were questioning him. Why would you heal him on the Sabbath? Basically is what they were saying. He could have ignored him. He could have went on his way because he's, for one thing, he's God in the flesh and do what he want to do. But we, we can choose to ignore people, but that's not always going to do it. He actually addressed them and answered their question. And he said, my father is always working, so I'm going to work too. And that's it. I'm going to do, I'm going to be about my father's business. And so it was just, it's just awesome how God, it's like peeling back layers when he's revealing himself to you. Because in that situation that I had to deal with that was difficult, God gave me so much more than what I've asked him to do as far as helping me speak to this person. He gave me a total revelation and a word that you believe in me and you go. Go be about your father's business. Don't worry about these naysayers. Don't worry about these people that all they're worrying about is their opinions and what they think, which doesn't do a thing for the kingdom of God. How many of you know an opinion, a thoughts? Well, I think, and this is what I did. That is not going to do anything for you spiritually. We need to be in our word and seeking the Holy Ghost and seeking God, seeking his face, asking him for wisdom, guidance and direction. Because yes, people can give you advice all day. They can give you their opinion all day long. We already know that, but it doesn't do very much. It's, it's nothing compared to what God will reveal to you. And so it just, this whole experience has just been rich in my relationship with God as it pertains to what I had to deal with going and confronting that person in a very difficult situation. He brought me full circle and showed me how Jesus had to go through the same thing and he was healing people. He wasn't doing anything wrong, but they just couldn't get past their law and their, their attitudes and their opinions. And it's just, it's just funny because that's kind of what I was dealing with. It was almost, it was almost identical I was having to address a situation. Um, basically, a person had an idea about how they do things when it comes to kids and what they may say or may not say. And I have a very strong stance on adults speaking to other people's children. I just I don't do it. Um, even with family members, I still kind of uh, I'm very mindful about what I'm going to say to my nieces and nephews, little cousins, whatever the case may be. Um, even with my own siblings when they were younger and even now as adults, they have their own families and their, their parents. I can't tell them how to live and how to be just because I did it. You know, I have to respect how they run their household. And even if I don't like it, I shouldn't be saying anything about it in a negative way or whatever. Um, but it was kind of the same thing where Jesus is having to let them know, like, look, I get what you what you think and your opinion and all that. And what you feel is unlawful, but I'm going to be about my father's business. And so I took that for God to be saying to me as believe me and go believe me and go be about your father's business. Don't worry about all this outside stuff, this foolishness, this ignorance that people bring with them, this toxicity, them being fearful, having low self-confidence. Forget all that. Believe in me and my word. Don't wait till you see a sign, miracle and wonder because you may not always see it. How many of you know that? The manifestation may not come till way down the line. You have to be believing before that, believing that God has already made a way. So that is my um, encouragement to you. What God gave me, the word he gave me, get up, believe and go. 
So I pray that you all be blessed and encouraged. Don't worry about outside things. Think about noble things. Think about things that are pure. Think about things that are from above. All good things. For God said, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. That is Romans 8 and 28. So be blessed. Be encouraged. Get up. Believe in him. Believe in his word. Believe in Jesus and go. Y'all be blessed and have a great day. I love you with the love of the Lord. I pray that he bless you exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ask or think.